Welcome to Word in Season with Prophet Daniel Ejakuafari, providing strength and solutions for today and hope for tomorrow through the Word and power of God. Prophet Daniel Ejakuafari is the General Overseer of Faith Word Charismatic Ministries worldwide. He is an apostle, a prophet, and teacher of the Word. He has a powerful traveling ministry accompanied by many miracles, signs, wonders, and revivals. Get ready for an empowerment that will enable you to walk in dominion and have a triumphant life. Now, the Prophet Daniel Ejako Afari. This evening, I am talking about what I have entitled Removing the Barriers. Removing the Barriers. You will never know in life that there is a barrier in your path until you hit one. Is that correct? If you are driving on the Adenta Abri Highway, they tell you there is a place called Barrier. When I came to stay in this area, I realized that they have some wooden barrier there, but they never closed that barrier. So for some of us, calling it a barrier was just a name of identification rather than a physical barrier for notice. But then when you drive ahead and you bypass Oyarifa and you are about to hit a Imensa, there is a place called Two Boots. How many of you have been there before? Okay, when you get there, you see that there are some people called police officers. They put a barricade. And if you get there, it doesn't matter the engine capacity or horsepower of your car. A very small, tiny police officer can lift the hand like this and you have to stop. If you don't stop, the barrier is there. You can't pass. Is that correct? And so from Adenta driving towards Ayimens, and you will never be able to know there is anything called a barrier until when you come to where there is one. Hallelujah. But by the time you are hitting the barrier, you realize that you cannot move on. It's either you stop, jump over, or go back, or perhaps swerve bypasses if there is a way around it. I mean, whichever way it is, it is still a kind of inconvenience. So every one of us has a certain barrier in your life which you need to cross in life human beings can give you barriers and demons can give you barriers in fact yourself you can be a barrier to yourself and so we are going to be looking at various kinds of barriers we encounter in life and how to overcome or swerve or cross these barriers in a way that at the end of the day you will not mix your destination I pray God for you that by the time you are closing this service, the Lord will give you a strength and the revelation to overcome your barriers. Spirit of God, give us energy, give us strength, give us power, give us grace. Without you, we can do nothing. Holy Spirit, we engage your ministry in this church and in this house this evening. You who strengthen and quicken the weak, you quicken even the dead. We pray that even if we are weak and we are dead in the spirit, by your own hand, you will quicken us. Comfort us and open our eyes by your word. May we never leave this place this evening the same way we came. As your word is coming to us, let energy to overpower every barriers in our life be given to us. After this encounter, Lord, let there be performance. We thank you for answer prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Joshua chapter number 7, the verse number 1. But the children of Israel committed a trespass in the accursed thing. I want you to underline the word accursed thing. That is my sermon for the day. Accursed thing. Accursed thing. They what? 
committed a trespass in the accursing for Achan, the son of Kami, the son of Zabdi, the son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah, took of the accursing, and the anger of the Lord was kindled against the children of Israel. And Joshua sent men from Jericho to Ai, or Ai, which is beside Bethaven, on the east side of Bethel, and spake unto them, saying, Go up and view the country. And the men went up and view Ai, or Ai, or Ai, whatever. Let's go. And they returned to Joshua and said unto him, Let not all the people go up, but let about two or three thousand men go up and smite Ai. And make not all the people to labor there, for they are but few. So there went up the day of the people about 3,000 men, and they fled before the men of Ai. And the men of Ai smote of them about 36 men. So the country that is size as small, and for that matter, many have said that only 3,000 men are able to overpower. And that have been a major resistance and a major stumbling block to the children of Israel that the country that is said of them that God is with them, that prophet prophesied to them and said, I shall be with you as I was with Moses, Joshua. I'm sending my people by your leadership to the promised land. A lot of good stuff have been said and prophesied about them. But these same people had a major opposition of their lifetime where a small country that is of no people, of no particular culture, they don't have a covenant with God, they don't serve the God they serve, repel them and slew 36 men who were righteous and they were not unbelievers righteous men perhaps if it were in the morning i would say they were tongue-talking and holy go straight but their enemies who were idolaters and people without the fear of god slew them and killed them and so sometimes we see this in our daily lives where you are a child of god and you serve god very well you pay your tithes you have a prophetic word on your head. You are in the choir. You are in the ushering. You are a pastor. You fast. You pray. You do all the things every good Christian is supposed to do in the eyes of men. In fact, you have approval in the eyes of God and in the eyes of men. And sometimes it's very, very disheartening and surprising to see a lot of things that the word of God forbids a believer from suffering happening to you. And most often when you go through some of the things, if you are not very careful, the devil can use it to discourage you. And so they slew them and chased them before the gate, even unto Shibarim, and smoked them in the going down, wherefore the heart of the people melted and became as water. And Joshua rent his clothes and fell to the earth upon his face before the ark of the Lord, until even tide, and he and the elders of Israel, and put dust upon their heads. And Joshua said, Alas, O Lord, my God, wherefore had thou at all brought these people over Jordan to deliver us into the hand of the Amorites and to destroy us? Would to God we had been content and dwelt on the other side of Jordan. O Lord, what shall I say when Israel turned their backs before their enemies? For the Canaanites and all, uh-huh, take me to ten. And the Lord said unto Joshua, get thee up. Wherefore liar thou this upon thy faith? This evening, this is the prophetic word for somebody that the Lord is telling you, whatever that has made 
your life better and you are resisted, you are under prophetic command to get up and advance. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. This is a prophetic word for you. It may not be for me. It may not be for that person sitting by you. But if you believe it, this is a sure word for you. That it doesn't matter the resistance. It doesn't matter the opposition. It doesn't matter the barrier. By the prophetic word, somebody is under divine command to get up, rise up, and move forward and advance. I see somebody advancing after today by the prophetic word. I see your business. I see your church. I see your ministry. I see your family life. I see your relationship life. Your spiritual life advancing. You are breaking every barrier. You are advancing into unknown territories. I see you entering into virgin lands and virgin territories. Receive the anointing and the grace of God. Something is falling upon you. Somebody shout yeah. And Joshua got up and see the word of the Lord for him. Levin. And the Lord said, I am showing you the reason for the resistance and the reason for the difficulty. Why is it that Lord, my life is always repelled? I didn't tell me, bre, me sumo, me kwa, sorry, me bompire, ebi kura, me ba for rebi, my soul sees be, me ties, me a faithful in serving God. Why am I being resisted by the devil? Why? What is it at all? And this is the prophetic explanation. He said, Israel has sinned. And they have also transgressed my covenant which I commanded them. For they have even taken of the accursed thing and have also stolen and dissembled also. And they have put it even among their own staff. Now, when I read this thing and I was meditating, the Lord gave me a very powerful understanding to why a lot of us are suffering from things we are not supposed to be suffering. I mean, most of the things we are suffering, we are blaming the physical conditions the physical people, the physical agents that the enemy is using. We are always very bitter against friends, against people around us. We think that this person is the reason why I am not getting to anywhere. Somebody think that, well, had it not been that person in authority, I should have gotten this uh, admission. I should have received this kind of job. I should have received that kind of favor. And all those blames are sometimes very baseless because if you look at life, every resistance and barrier to your progress or advancement comes in three different ways. And we want to look at it. Number one, I check my Bible through studies and understanding and I came to the realization that Every barrier and resistance you are going through, number one, is self-imposed limitation or barrier, which is as a result of yourself. So we want to look at the first type of barriers, self-imposed barriers. Barriers or limits in your life, which you don't like it, but you are the very reason or the cause for the barrier or the resistance. Hallelujah. So Israel were fighting an enemy, a tough enemy, who lives in disguise as a weak enemy and they thought that uh, our battle strategies and experiences and the god we serve and the anointing upon us this enemy is not an enemy to fight at all this is a very weak enemy we should overcome without any struggle and they were repelled by the enemy the enemy resisted them and stopped them from advancing and crossing to their next uh, level on their side. And they thought that God will have given them some very good reasons which could be attributed to the strength of the enemy 
awesome superpower of the enemy they were fighting. But the Lord said, this time, the reason for all your struggles and the battles you are fighting, not giving you the victory you deserve, is not because of the enemy by yourself. Praise God. Could it be that most of us, the reason why nothing is working for us in life, is not because the witch who is fighting you or what you have been suspecting to be the reason for the resistance, is not really the cause but yourself. Some of us are fighting battles we should be winning, but because of ourselves, we are losing. Some of us are supposed to be seeing increase in life, but because of ourselves, we are not seeing increase. Our life is depreciating and diminishing. Some of us are supposed to be married, but because of ourselves, we are still single. We are, we are not married. We pray, we fast. Let me tell you people something. It is not everything that your faith and your prayer life will bring it to you. For example, it will be very, very foolish on my part to say that I am the founder of faith word. I pray and fast a lot. And so, I want to pray and fast and expect a car to be in my garage the following morning. Even if your fasting will bring down fire from heaven to the earth, if you want to buy a car, you need to take money and go to the car manufacturer or dealer and buy a car for yourself. Are you getting the things I'm saying? If you want money, you got to work and believe God with grace for God to increase the fruits of your hands. You can't just sit down and expect money to just be dropping from heaven into your accounts. Hallelujah. And so most of the things we think that it is somebody that is stopping us and resisting us. And that somebody the reason why we are not advancing into our next level. Most often if you take yourself into the realms of prayer and humility before the Lord. You will come through the knowledge of the word of God to appreciate that sometimes it is not the power or the strength of the enemy you are fighting per se that is the reason but the reason lies with ourselves amen and when it comes to the self there are two things you must always be cautious about and fight there are two kinds of this self-imposed limitation one sins committed out of ignorance can be a major barrier to your blessings and your breakthrough. Praise God. Once you are a Christian, there are some things naturally you will never do. Amen. If you know that this thing is a sin and the word of God for basis, you will never go and do it. Except sometimes under very, very uh, exemplary situations or uh, strenuous conditions, a believer will yield to temptation and consciously or deliberately do something which is evil. But if you are a very strong Christian who is working in the principles of the fear of God, there are certain things naturally you will never do within the consciousness of the implications of what that action or inaction could bring to you. Is somebody in the house. But the people of God committed a sin and the sin they committed, they were not very conscious or aware of the sin. And it costed them. So sometimes in our ignorance, we do things and we think that what we are doing is a way of making ourselves happy. It is a way of getting the best out of life. It is a way of diversifying our means of deriving joy. This is how I want to live my life. This is me. Whether somebody likes it or not, this is me. I think God loves me. And that this is how God... Uh, accept me. He accepts me as I am. It doesn't matter whether the pastor likes it, whether somebody likes me. This is me. And in my weakness, God loves me. So, you want your pastor, 
your spiritual father, your, your Christian brother, your Christian sister, to accept you just as you are, because for you, man is always a man, and once you are a man, man forever, isn't it? Sometimes when I go to social media, I see funny, funny, funny comments people can place on their walls. Somebody wrote a very interesting thing. The person had dressed very sharply, in fact, like a prostitute. Put it on the wall and wrote under it. Under it. I don't care what anybody thinks. I am beautiful and sexy and I can't help it. And God loves me just as I am. If you don't accept me and you talk about it, it is your own problem. The person put it there in capital letters. And sometimes we think that the way our weaknesses are and the way we are, because God loves us, people must accept us just as we are and God accepts us so there is nothing wrong with it. But it is not all the weaknesses and the things you do for which also God loves you, which will help you to break through and overcome the resistances of life. Please, is somebody getting the things I'm saying? For God, whether you are right, whether you are weak, whether you are wrong, his love for you abides forever because of grace. Because of the grace. If not for grace, some of us wouldn't be in the church. In the olden days, doesn't mean that God is endorsing your weakness and clapping for you in his throne because you are sinful and you are weak. No. So here, we see a typical case of the children of Israel who have committed a sin and the masses did not even know that this thing was an accursed sin in their midst. And they wanted to advance and cross a barrier and God said, yes, I love you. Yes, I appointed a prophet to you. Yes, I gave you a promise and a prophecy saying that I am taking you from Egypt in captivity into your promised land. But so far as this accursed thing, so far as this sinful thing, so far as this thing is in your maze, it will deny you from your next level and it will serve as a barrier which will prevent you from seeing increase. I pray God for somebody here this evening that any personal weaknesses and sin which is denying you from seeing the promises of God and seeing elevation, may the Lord open your eyes and give you the revelation to experience a transformation in attitude within so that after you are through with this convention, you will see yourself in your promised land. You will see yourself entering into your rest. You will see yourself enjoying that which the Lord has promised you. Is somebody listening to me at all? So once you keep on blaming the Lord and saying that, well, Adan Amin Kwame Bresa, a radian country, I'm so obey me say. On your man country, I'm so obey me. A radian country, I'm so say, Obama, my way, yeah, yeah. And then Tina mean with the opposite. And you keep on blaming it on God, blaming it on the devil, blaming it on everybody. God is saying that the trouble is not my inability to deliver, the problem is your inability to see the accursed thing and take it out. Hello. That is why God is said to be the righteous judge. Onyami or Temia fourteen in me, Adentia, if he said, Oshe Nipa Kumum, Oshe Unipanier, Psalm seven, verse eight to ten. Psalm seven, verse eight to ten. The Lord shall judge the people. Judge me, O Lord, according to my righteousness and according to my integrity that is in me. Auntie, what's in the name? 
You see, integrity is righteousness born within the way God sees you in your heart. Amen. What's reputation is how God's men see you on the outside. A lot of us are more conscious of our reputation, but we don't care of our integrity. More concerned about what people would think about that one, which is the reputation. But the integrity is what the condition of your heart is. And he said, Onyami Bia Obi, Ewa Tembo, Mr. Otinina, or the Moyenia, Onyami Shawakoma. He is more particular about your integrity. And to David, he say, As much as I may be more yen in the one, may I yet, Metimia Lord, do not judge me according to my physical words and what I portray only on the outside, but check the condition of my heart. So when God is judging you, his basis for the judgment is more of your integrity that is in you than just the physical things you do to make people clap for you. Verse 9. Let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end, but establish the just for the righteous God trieth the hearts and reigns. Onyami oya otene ne ewo atemu muno. Onyi obi atai emu natai ewo ni paneni yemu. It is sometimes you can look at somebody's attitude and their actions on the outside and judge them wrong, but God is looking at their heart. Oh, yeah, see me, Mikapa. Sometimes you can be coming to church. You are dressing nice. You are part of the worship team. You are serving the church. You portray everything nice on the outside that you are a good Christian. God is looking at your heart. It is not the clapping and the shouting and the dancing. It is not just the nice things we do for others. Somebody can even give you a gift. But behind the gift is a bait to destroy you. These days, men don't give nice gifts to young ladies for nothing. Isn't it? Are the young ladies in the house? By the time a man is buying you a nice dress, your breast is the target. So for man, that person is a general person. Oh, oh, you're good. It is one of the most commonly abused language in Ghana today. Oh, oh, you're good, pa. By the time we hear somebody say, oh, you're good. Now, your papa be a man when you buy any so. But have you also checked the condition of the person's heart? Do you know the motive? The word range there means what is within. Range talk about everything that is within you. Your soul and your spirit, your intestines, your liver. The thing that compose your body without man seeing on the earth that constitutes your reign. So God tried the heart and the reins. Is somebody blessed? Your reins. So there are a lot of goody goody people in church. But on the day of judgment there will be surprises. And sometimes you see I told you yesterday that. AI or I is a very small country. You don't think that it can be a stumbling block. Sometimes the little foxes, the little, little foxes, the little, little things, we don't really concern ourselves with are the very things which is resist us and make the anger of God kindle against us that we are not able to advance to our next level. He said, kill us the little foxes that eat the grain or the vine. Tell somebody, kill the little foxes. Tell the person, remove the AIs. Tell the person, kill that AI. Some of you, your AI is the way you talk. When you get angry, little, little cheeks. You do it like that and you walk out of your boss. And you don't think it meant anything to him. You wrote a history about yourself. There are women, the reason why no man wants to marry them is their AI of promiscuity. 
It is a major problem. No man can trust you. It is your AI. Is somebody in the church? So you are blaming it on God. God is also saying that there is an accursed thing. Go and check it. So buying kitten, kittena, everywhere you muna, and the pamuna, yayana kukuamuni. When we are left alone, pastor is not there, prophet is not there, your cell leader is not there, that church member is not there. Those are the little, little foxes. These are the AIs, and they constitute the reins of your heart. That one, it is not the devil, and it is not your enemy, it is yourself. It is yourself. I was telling one of my pastors something this evening, and I said that in the name of economic crisis and hardships. In Ghana now, everybody has lost their integrity, except it is on Sunday. Is that a message to preach? From the top to the down, there is canker and cancer eating the fabric of integrity. If you are not careful in that your office, you will be seen as the only stranger in the town. Because from the top to the down, nobody gives a service without stretching their hand for bribe. And when you talk about it, people will polish that thing nice and say, it is just a perception. Grammatically correct, Spiritually wrong. Are you blessed? The little eyes. Oh, I pray for you. I, I, I ask God for grace for you. Ah, I pray that grace will strengthen you. May the Spirit of the Lord empower you against your weaknesses. Receive the grace from the Spirit right now. Thank you, Jesus. You see, God cannot lie. And God is always right. So if there is something that the enemy is able to use to resist you, something might be wrong with you or with something else. God can never be wrong and God can never fail. He is a faithful God. Genesis chapter 20 verse 6 to 8 quickly. And God said unto him in a dream, Yea, I know that thou didst in the right integrity of thy heart. For I also withheld thee from sinning against me. Therefore suffered I thee not to touch. This is God talking to the king. Now therefore restore the man his wife, for he is a prophet. And he shall pray for thee, and thou shalt live. And if thou restore her not, know that thou shalt surely die, thou and all that are dying. So this is a king who was taking the wife of a prophet, and he didn't know that the woman was a prophet's wife. In fact, he took the woman with a very good conscience, okay? He never knew that this is a prophet's wife. And on the night where the Akusumbu turbines were about to turn on and function, the Lord appeared to the king and said that, you can't do this thing because this is somebody's wife. And the man said, I don't know that this lady belongs to another man, for I did whatever I did in the integrity of my heart. So it is possible that a lot of us, you see, the Lord said, because I know you are innocent, therefore I stop you from doing this thing. So, if not for the fact that the man was a Christian of fear God and that God came to him to talk to him, God will have sat in heaven and watched this man sleeping with another man's wife, a prophet's wife, and destroy his entire family and children and descendants. Is it not possible that some of us, we are having a resistance to seeing increase, advancement, and prosperity? Not because of anything, because of certain things we did and we didn't know that this thing that we are doing is a sin before the Lord. Is it not possible? Am I challenging your thinking and your conscience? Amen. You have to pray, God, that I ready. Mami, 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 nina ho ewa brabum. Diligence. 
anamombia wo to be a radima weninda wana wo huna de na wo ya nsunsanso e de bebrel most of the things a lot of you are suffering because of personal mistakes you are making or you have made and you are not even repenting before the lord and you want god to allow you to cross and overcome your ai resistance to your next level the lord said all right you come to church you pray i love you i'm not killing you you may even die in that weakness which you say god love you for it and god may save your soul in heaven but here on earth so far that that weakness is still with you you will never know peace and see elevation and prosperity oh yeah because there are certain things we do here on earth that god may not necessarily even destroy us but there are eternal consequences because here on earth there are causes and effects to everything you do galatians chapter number six verse six and seven he said do not be deceived for god is not mocked whatsoever a man soweth that he shall also what so turn to somebody and say there are causes and effects tell the person tell the person there are consequences to reap it has a resistance and a barrier to offer against you so far as your pursuits are concerned i pray god for you that any side resistance in your life let it be broken today number two is fear fear and i want to say here that my fear is not your fear and your fear is not my fear and therefore what your fear will do to you it will not do to me and i say that again fear denies a desire so if there is anything that your heart is desiring that god should do for you once the enemy bring in your heart the spirit of fear it will stop you from obtaining that which you have set your eye to obtain you have to do your best in this life to overpower your fear proverbs chapter 3 verse 25 and 26 Anytime Biana Utu and Amombi Edim Kunimudia Bebra, Obi Kwa interview, Nehuan was so sad. The very things you know, you couldn't answer them at the panel. Interview. They are not going to kill you. You say that you can do a work. They say, come and show us how to do it before we entrust to your care the business of the company and you are seeking. Some of you, because of fear, that is why no, no woman received or accepted. You are a coward. The way you even stand in front of the woman will tell her whether you have what it takes to take care of her. Oh, yes. May the Lord empower all our men in the house. After this fasting, may you receive the ability to propose. Sister, I just want look at you say look at you look at somebody say look at you fear for yea though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i shall fear no evil the fact that you are saying you don't fear doesn't mean that there is nothing to fear sometimes in life you can come face to face with reality of death but the word of god said for god has not given to us the spirit of fear but of what love and of power and of a sound mind. So whatever that you fear, they three things don't operate in your life. No sound mind. You can't think straight. You can't think well. You can't see Everything puts fear in you. People have failed exams not because they were not brilliant, because they were afraid. Fear. People have died before their time because of fear. There's a philosopher who says, I said that cowards die several times before their death. You refuse to die before your time in the name of Jesus. So he said that do not be afraid 
of what the sudden fear what you see the reaction of christian tongue talking in the car no god the angels are even confused they don't know whether to listen to a or a radijemi <laughs> is somebody in the church fear jesus 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 no, 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 no. If you believe in the name, just one pronouncement. Jesus is enough to do the job. May the Lord empower somebody in the house. I said, may the Lord empower somebody in the house. Fear. In fact, sometimes nobody is even fighting about you. Now you think you have an enemy. Fear. The second type of limitation is what I call Barriers that are imposed by the things and the people around us. Barriers imposed on us by things and the people around us. The accursed thing. The word accursed in the Hebrew is the word cherim. C-H-E-R-E-M. Cherim. And it means to provoke the anger of God against yourself. Did you see that? So sometimes the things that are fighting us... It's not even the enemy that is fighting us per se, but the anger of God that has been provoked against ourselves. Pastor Cornelius, if the devil is fighting you, you will run to God, isn't it? But when the God you are running to is the one that is fighting you, where you run to? Is somebody in the house? Huh? Somebody came to fight because there's a demon running after them in their business. Another one came because they are sick. They want healing. There's a demon responsible for that. Somebody is here because there is an enemy running after them for death. Somebody's uh, finances. Somebody, everybody has something they are fighting. Now you believe that once you run to the church, you can find solution. Isn't it? But what about if it is the anger of the Lord himself which you are provoked against yourself? Hello? And in the book of Joshua chapter number 7, the Bible said that the anger of the Lord was provoked Again, the children of Israel because of the accursed thing. The accursed thing. Amen. And the word accursed in English can mean to exterminate. Number two, it also means things which should be what destroyed. And so once you provoke the anger of God against yourself, God can literally sell you over to your enemies. The enemy of poverty, the enemy of failure, the enemy of stagnation. Certain things will become difficult to achieve. Not because God is not there or not because the devil fighting you is so powerful. Because your own weaknesses have provoked the anger of God against you. And this is the most difficult one to solve in church. As for a demon, the demon will just respond to the prayer of your pastor. But this one, the pastor can fast, the pastor can pray, the pastor can decree and declare. In fact, binding and breaking will not change it. And your attitude now, and your self-imposed, it is limited to yourself. 
These are the things I'm talking about. Hallelujah. And now you know, I'm not any accursing BFU Hello. Let me give you 10 signs that you are under demonic resistance or you are fighting demonic barriers. 10 signs. Just write them and we close. Number one, constant failure. Naturally, failure doesn't mean you are a failure. When you fail, it doesn't mean you are a failure. I mean, some things around you may fail. It doesn't mean you are a failure. But anytime you are doing something and then you fail, it could mean that you need to get better before you pass the test. And so when you go and improve on yourself, if it was an exam, you go and learn more and understand or appreciate the subject matter well. You can go and race it and pass. Praise God. Failure means try again or next opportunity. It means you need to put yourself together and go and face reality once more time. Amen. So naturally, when you fail at something, there is room to pass or improve on yourself. But when your life sees constant failure irrespective of improvement of yourself improvement of your knowledge improvement on the things you need to know and improvement on the things you need to obtain you still keep on failing it means that there is a demonic barrier and something is resisting you from your to getting to your next level i pray that by the voice of the blood and the grace of god and the mandate of the spirit of promise every failure in your life today you are receiving the power to overcome it receive the grace receive empowerment the things you did and you failed before you will go back to those same things and this time may you obtain excellence ahead of time receive the grace of god whatever you are is somebody in the house of god at all so if you have seen failure in your life in spite of constant preparation and improvement on yourself something might be wrong there is a demonic resistance or barrier which might be broken i come to you where you are, oh yeah, no. these are the things your consciousness must lead you to fighting and praying about don't just fight because oh chairman you may know what did he no your friend in hunger strike number two when your life runs in circles you know a circle if you see this pot this thing is shaped in the circle amen so some of the barriers that is how the enemy has done it. You are coming to where Pastor Kwai or Cornelius is sitting. And then there is this barrier there. And it looks as if this is the way because here you don't see anything. But the thing is designed in a way that it doesn't matter how long you walk. You don't see yourself getting to where Pastor Kwai is sitting. And you have to go around the thing. You know that. Baby, I will start here. You know. I dear if you tell me I suffer my heart and I say anything. But Mekosa, one year, two years, three years, four years, five years, ten years. By the time I realize, I am still back to where I started. When you see that thing in your life, don't take it for granted. There is a demonic barrier or resistance you are dealing with. You need to fast and pray. Your life is in circles. This is not ordinarily. This is somebody who is fighting demonic barriers and resistance any such barrier or resistance in your life is broken and overthrown today in this auditorium receive the anointing in your prayer number three open doors which never yield anything i am not going to shout on you take it as it is being taught hallelujah open doors there are people come oh suffer madame fubia mami sika or say men fan starting for force you start selling bills or force 
obesua kasasa na obi asna wuni mobo o safo se se mi pese mi kotogo togo you know togo togo are you here mi kotogo togo obekotogo ba ku mieni miensa o tena na wabasafo ananu no ye ba no sepsefo no omo asizi ye niema de bia wo benya one door or the other opening for you but every day that door never produce increase or upliftment in your life you are dealing with demonic resistance may the hand of the lord visit you after this encounter if you don't deal with it number four serving god without seeing any change over a period of time exodus 23 25 at least over a certain period of time you should see a certain level of increase and change certain breakthroughs and certain things must begin to be visible amen as i said you might be sister but in your case what sumyamia 20 years you can't even afford attention in church you can't pay attention don't take it for granted the pastor is not insulting your christianity i am telling you that there is an enemy and a resistance you have refused to acknowledge may you be empowered above that resistance after this encounter in this fasting you receive the grace and the ability to overthrow every demonic resistance and barrier in your life receive the grace of god over your life now it's a demonic resistance if you don't deal with it you become frustrated and discouraged in the faith hallelujah for ye shall serve the Lord your God. So if you serve the Lord your God, what happens to you? He bless you. Or you didn't read that one in your Bible. This is not Prophet Jacob's Bible. This is the word of God for you and I. So when God called Abraham, he didn't even promise Abraham salvation. He promised him blessings. For God, your blessings are more prime to him before even your salvation. Nidin the onyami. Onyami means, you see, that God has seized his gossip and his deity over your life. Twenty years, thirty years, forty years. If you cry, born again. Hallelujah. Nothing is working for you. I'm not saying, I mean nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. There's a demonic resistance you are fighting. And when the going gets tough, the tough must get going. Hey, what about cross? Now, you have to shift from eating and drinking with the cross and begin to move into fasting. May the Lord give you the power over that resistance. Hallelujah. So, underline this thing. You don't serve God without blessings. It's a fact. The first apostolic command God gave the man is be fruitful. The Bible says he blessed them and said, Be fruitful. So onyamisina onipano eye ni tri mopo any nakuma so a dear say onipa benanti won sidem and sinanya wuna wo sirenya mese on famao. Onyamine se u say whether you like it or not, whether I believe it or not, we are under divine apostolic command to be blessed. So if you are serving God and you are not seeing the blessings. There is a resistance somewhere that might be broken. And this week, I see you breaking that resistance in the name of Jesus. Number five, when others always enjoy the fruits of your labor. Acts chapter number one, verse 20. Do you understand that word, Bishop Rick? Your Bishop Rick 
is your authority to exercise possession and rule over people and blessings which have been given to you. A sign say, open somebody would be an answer on your coin, you know. Yes, I say, I would be an answer, I say, I mean, this is our no. Or say, the powerful frobe facade, the energy so Please, are you are you really following the things we are learning? And to be a jumadin, sir, a me as I say, company no be my promotion be an answer. Yet the position be by my own so, or better for one sakakra. Now on the boss, no, yeah, I said, was in my fire. It is a demonic resistance. Don't joke. Listen, I know some of you, some of these things sound funny to you, eh? You will service him in public and in private. Don't take it for granted. There is a demonic resistance. The sermon I'm preaching is contending with certain demonic barriers and certain satanic resistances. By the time we close the service, I see somebody's victory becoming so obvious. Your victory will become prominent. The devil will leave you alone. Satan will leave you alone. Receive that victory over your life. Somebody shout here. Number six is barrenness. It is a sign of demonic barrier or resistance. Deuteronomy 7, 14. Who is talking here? God. It is not negotiable. This is a command. He said, thou, you, you shall be blessed above all people. Irrespective of their skin color, their race, and their tribe. Hallelujah. There shall not be male nor female barren among you, nor among your cattle. Why are you barren? And the barrenness thing, I'm talking about barrenness which goes beyond the fruit of the womb. You see, barrenness is a spirit. The same barrenness spirit that fights you on the fruit of the womb, the same one that fights you in the fruit of your labor. If you see that thing, increase your fasting and your prayer life. Number seven is lack of elevation. Romans chapter number 13 verse 2. Number eight, when vital promises always turns into disappointments. Vital promises in your life always turn into disappointments. It is a sign of the presence of demonic resistance or barriers. Number nine, stagnation. Stagnation. Obiwa braboni mino ojina faakon. Onoa onkonechi onosoa onkoneni. Obi di onkoneni, but his life is moving in circle. Ba wo di ojina faakon. What was that? You see that everybody is overtaking you when they are going, but you are still where you are. Hallelujah. Number 10, a general decreasing trend in life. Education is going back. Relationships are going back. Finances are going back. Business is going back. Your favor with people are going back. In fact, your Christian life is going back. You used to go to church. Now you can't even fellowship again. Everything is going back. There is a demonic resistance. Until the devil weakens you spiritually, he can't weaken you physically. The spirit of a man shall sustain his infirmities, but a wounded spirit who can bear. So once your spirit is wounded or weakened, your physical infirmities will show. Thank you for listening to the message from the Word in Season broadcast. For inquiries and further information, please contact us on 0268-091-536 or 
0268-091-537 and 0268-091-538. You can also send an email to the prophet at prophet at faithwordcharismatic.org or info at faithwordcharismatic.org. Visit our website at www.faithwordcharismatic.org. Alternatively, follow the prophet on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Prophet Dan or at Faith Word Charismatic. God bless you richly.